Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up, Geo's Passion Posse, GPP and the place to be. My name is Jack and I am your host. I'm bringing you this podcast from my GPP studios in Tampa, Florida. So I've got some good news for you. And uh, I know everybody, everybody's pumped up to hear this. Yes. Geospassion.com website is officially up and running. Thank you very much. Thank you. G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com. Geospassion officially up and running. Uh, you can check out the current and past podcast episodes there, especially if you work on your PC. Uh, you can see uh, origins of the Geo's Passion logo and how it has evolved to what it is today. You can see what the show is about and my background, and you can sign up to join the GPP. GPP, Geo's Passion Posse. Yeah, buddy. To stay informed of what's going on with Geo's Passion, you know you got to join GPP. You got to stay informed of all that stuff. So um, I'm pretty pumped up about that. I'm happy. I want to thank everybody who's helped me. Um, it's, it's a tough it's a tough job doing this. So those of you who are out there talking about, oh, this is easy. Anybody can do it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It is a tough job. And there was a lot of times that I was like, yo, what the f- is going on here? I can't. F-. And, you know, this is some bull. F-. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy that. I was able to uh, to get things done with the uh, help of friends. Um, don't forget, if you have a good story and you would like to be interviewed for the podcast, please reach out to me. Um, I met Tony finally and uh, the YouTube star. We're going to collaborate and do a uh, interview and do a uh, YouTube uh, collaboration there coming up shortly here. So I'm really, really pumped up about that. And uh, I look forward to that. And I can't wait to see what's up. So I'm changing it up a little bit today. <sighs> Insecure. Hurt women hate men, but it might just be their fault. You ready? Woo! Let's go! So I don't have a TikTok account and many of my friends are telling me to get it. Should I get it after all? Mm-hmm. Should I post these little shorts and these little snippets and these little things that like 100,000 people watch? Uh, or should I just do it on YouTube since I'm already on YouTube, so... Um, and don't you think there's a lot of hate going on on TikTok, Instagram, and stuff like that when it comes to men and equality? You know I'm talking to you, ladies. You know. Why do you ask that, Jack? Well, here's why. There was recently a viral video of a lady that went to the gym to work out. Her social media, at a Adriana Faris, Farias, Adriana Farias, has been removed or is put on private Uh, She was recording herself in the gym, as many self-interested types do. You know, how they stand in front of the gym. These are my monsters. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm here to pump you up. Or, oh my God, look at my thighs. Look at my booty. They're hugging the pants. Yeah. I do squats. I mean, you know, it's good. It's motivation and stuff like that. But sometimes it's over the top. Well, this one, it was a little rough. So she was recording herself in the gym. And um, she was uh, looking at an employee who's probably a trainer because he looked diesel and a gym member 
She started taking off her shirt when they took a glance at her. And then she turned around to them and says, do you need something? And she asked again, do you need something? She asked four times, do you need something? The gym employee was kind of taken back when she said that to him because he wasn't expecting that. He was like, no. Then she said, okay, keep on pushing. Something to that effect, you know, keep on pushing, keep pushing, whatever. Then a gym employee was like, what? He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And do you need help? So the funny thing is, when you look at the video, you see that she slows it down to look at the two guys. She knew she was going to start some trouble. She looks at the two guys in the mirror first before they were even paying attention to her. She was nobody. She was nothing. She was looking at them first. So you knew she was looking for a confrontation. You knew she was looking for attention. And anything else that would get her more views and likes on social media. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, that, that, that kind of shows the type of girl, type of woman she is. But it didn't work out the way she wanted. She was answering comments for a while, people hating on her, but then she went ghost. Um, as her video started getting posted on numerous places, including, including YouTube, all of a sudden you started seeing reaction videos. And these reaction videos were funny because they, they, they called her out. They shouted her out. Um, I've attached a link in the uh, description of a reaction video that I thought was very interesting. Um, let me know what you think. Remember, you can leave a voice message and I'll play it in the next episode. In the lady's video, she even put captions to help exaggerate her video and make it look like the gym employee was being a pervert. But the gym employee was having none of it. And he told her to get her stuff and leave as he was calling the police and having her trespassed. Now, towards the end of the video, there's two versions. There's a little confusion. At the end of one clip, um, it says, I was trespassed and my membership was revoked. And the other clip says, I worked out to the end and then left. You know, in that funny um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, TikTok type video voice. So I guess we'll, know, we'll never know what, what happened. You know, because like I said, she posted, <laughs> she posted this stuff and then when she got slammed, she put it on private. So I want to ask the normal women in my audience, are the women in social media that post their asses shaking with booty shorts that go up their butt in the gyms or twerking in front of the camera for likes and subscribers, are they attention whores? And the guys, you know, the guys are the same way, but I've seen, well, maybe it's the algorithm, I don't know, but I've seen a hell of a lot of women doing this. Are they attention whores? And does this cause a problem with you as a woman when you're in public, in the gym, or at the, uh, out on the town, you know, on a nice night? Um, how are you treated by men? Are men taking that social media push by women and, um, and you're the, the uh, unfortunate recipient of that, of those actions by those women? Finally, though these women want all the attention in the world on social media, I'm sure when they're in public, they don't want that much attention. They're probably insecure and can only perform on the internet where at the beginning no one's criticizing them because no one knows who the hell they are. No one's judging them. No one knows their name. Um, and then they stand in their own house by themselves doing these videos. But in real life, they're probably struggling to get out of the house and do something productive. Uh, the whole social media craze to me is a bag of nuts. And you all know that I like using that term bag of nuts because it's all mixed up. It's all crazy. Um, 
depending on what you do, you can get paid a lot of money on social media. Straight out, at the end of the years, you see a lot of YouTubers, they post uh, what they get paid or what they got paid based on uh, endorsements, based on YouTube ad revenue and stuff like that. But is it worth it to try and hurt people to grow your audience and to build your brand? But then you can't handle the heat when you're called out and it doesn't work out to plan. Hmm, that's what I like to know. And how many more people will post these videos, all right? How many single women will post these videos? How many divorced women will post these videos? Trying to bash men. And then they don't understand why men won't date them or spend quality time with them. You know, some of them are 30s, 40s, and men are like, yeah, whatever. And they're like, oh my God, I got so much to offer. But uh, you're always bashing men. And alpha men will be like, you know what, squash you. You You ain't nothing worth me. Beta men will be like, oh, okay, I love me, I love you, and, and let's do this. No, no. So with that, I recently had an interaction on Instagram with a poster named at Raisa underscore Josefina. She posted on uh, Instagram a short video, and that video, her, uh, she stated, stop the relationships with men that do not know about date night, flowers, surprises, vacations, or other things. She stated that these are the relationships that women want. Meaning that these are the relationships that women settle for. Um, they're not special at all. You know, women should want the other type of relationships, but they're settling. So I answered her and I said, what about the women that need to do that for the men? Women want equality, then it's a two-way street. Because I, what I was getting from that was like, uh, you know, women should expect, you know, the uh, entitled. They're entitled to flowers and they're entitled to gifts and they're entitled to date night and stuff like that. But it's a two-way street. You understand what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, Shayla. You know, so, I mean, you know, if the women want that, they got to do that, too. But to her credit, you know, uh, she said, absolutely. Women should also make their man feel special. But this is more for the ladies. Her comments were more for the ladies not to accept the bare minimum from their man, especially if that's not what they want, which I agree. And then, you know, I finally told her, I was like, that's a great message. Thanks. You know, because that's a positive message. So there are women in social media that are being positive and telling women what they should be doing without bashing men or men hating or stuff like that. So these are the types of women on social media that should be getting the recognition they deserve for lifting up, elevating the women and telling them that they deserve more without bashing men. Don't forget to answer the questions at the bottom of the podcast and let me know your thoughts by answering it or leaving a voice message. I told you. Hit the tab that says voice message, leave me a voice message, and I will put you on my next uh, my next show because that's what's up, all right? Because that's how we do it. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear what your thoughts are. So Now, the sad news, the inflation rate increased to 9.1%. Woo, wow. That's the largest increase. It's a 1.3% increase on a month-over-month basis. 8.8 was what was expected. But nope, it was worse than expected and the highest since November 1981. The prices of used cars went up 1.6%. Gas went up 11.2%. Fuel went down 1.2%. And some of you are like, whoa, how did gas go up and fuel go down? Because there's two, there's two components of it. You've got the, uh, the oil, and then the, you got the refined. So, you know, uh, food went up 1%. Now, the good news is if you want to get your butt out of the house, travel. Those prices went down with hotels down 3.3%. 
airline fares down 1.8%, car and truck rentals down 2.2%. And this part, I'm going to show you how, how it depends where you live in the country and your neighborhood. But it said rents increased only 0.7%, which that's overall in some of the big cities, you know, that's not true. And even living here in Tampa, it's not true. So, but economists are saying that since fuel has gone down over the past two months, this information is old and the next month's numbers will show the improvement. That's cute. But we're talking about what's going on and what we're facing now. You understand? Um, the numbers don't move that fast as expected, you know, showing the rate might increase in the future. So with that, there's a currently a 30% chance that the Fed, the Fed will raise interest rate one point. Last month, it was 0.75 or 75 points, basis points. And this time it's going to be 100. It's going to be one full point. So with that, again, things are going crazy. And um, I don't know what, you know, it's like, it's like, yo, what the hell, Joe Biden? You mother. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, you got done in this country. You need to fix that right away you mother so we'll see what's up with that you know it's type rough type rough so but i got good news and uh and the good news gets me going so we'll see what's up with that (laughs) and my good news comes with sports because the new york mets were the first national league team to win 50 wins to win 50 wins to win 50 games this season um first national league team let's go mets uh, my New York Mets are currently in first place by two and a half games over the Atlanta Braves with a record of 40, uh, sorry, 55 wins and 34 losses. And with uh, five or six days to the All-Star break, I'm feeling good. Shout out to Michael Bublé and uh, Nina Simone. Rest in peace. The uh, 2022 Dodgers, uh, 2022 All-Star game will take place at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California on Tuesday. July 19th at 4.30 p.m. Home Run Derby fan experience. I won't be watching it because I don't watch the All-Star game. I think it's a waste of time. I think I watched it twice when I was a kid. That was it. That was it. So now the uh, hometown Tampa Bay Rays are in second place by 14 games behind the New York Yankees, who are currently in first place. The Rays are playing the uh, Boston Red Sox today, and um, I think they were winning. But right now the race score uh, race record is 47 and 40. So they have 47 wins and 40 losses. And wouldn't it be nice to see a subway series between the Mets and the Yankees? Or I'll even go to the Rays game if the Rays play the Mets during the World Series. That would be great. I'd watch the uh, the Mets. Of course I'd have to don on my uh, my Mets equipment and my Mets gear to represent my hometown team. But um yeah, that'd be interesting. Like I told um you know many of you I've seen the um, Philadelphia Phillies versus the Tampa Bay Rays at the 2008 World Series. And um, that was a good game. I went with Jay Prime, JC, and myself. Uh, it was an experience. They lost that game, you know, but, but what are you going to do? You know, it's, um, it, it was still a good time. And, uh, you know, and the Rays are a good team. They, uh, for, for, for underpriced uh, bottom market team, um, where the owners don't give a crap about them, they still do very, very well. So, um, you know, you got to shout out the Rays. So, now in finance, gasoline prices, as I said before, have gone down sharply. And right now, I'm paying about 60 cents less. I'm wondering why. 
According to AAA, the price of fuel in Tampa is currently an average of $4.30, even though I paid about uh, $4.25 the other day at a gas station near me. It's around $4.83 in the Bronx, New York, which is a big difference, and it seems like prices are going down anywhere from 30 to $0.60, cents depending on where you live. Crude oil is down to um, $95.85 a barrel, which is down from $102.13 a week ago. And it looks to be on a downward trend based on future contracts. So hopefully the relief will be passed down and keep going down to the pumps. Uh, we'll see what's up with that. <sighs> I can only pray. <laughs> the uh, price of Bitcoin is currently around $20,299. Ethereum is $1,116. Solana is $34.88. Cardano is 43 cents and Matic just pumped big time uh, from 56 cents to 63 cents. So that's a big pump. That's the biggest pump I've seen, um, you know, in a while for uh, for crypto. So um, hang in there. We're going to see some relief. If not after the elections in November, you know, maybe around January. That's my opinion. You know, uh, new administration in the sense of uh, Congress and Senate. Hopefully they'll be able to uh, fix this uh it's a mess that Uncle Joe Biden, Uncle Brandon has uh, given us. It happened with Clinton, and in uh, and the second half of his of his first term, Clinton, um, you know, lost all the uh, the Senate, the House, and stuff like that, and ended up being with the Republicans with the new Gingrich, and they they turned things around. So, you know, I hope Joe's not um, you know not as feeble or minded to not join up and uh, and, and think about his future, but. The 90s with Clinton was totally different than Joe Biden right now with with all the other crap going on and stuff like that. So, you know, whatever. It it might not happen, but um, there is going to be a change soon in November. So hopefully prices go up. Inflation will go down. uh, Gas contracts go down. So we'll see what's up. Um, Twitter. Twitter is selling at $36.69. It's up because uh, Tesla's. Elon Musk said he wasn't going to buy the company. And though it tanked a little bit, it started going back up. Uh, that's going to be a lawsuit. There's going to be a war there. But uh, Tesla's price right now is $704.05. So $704.05. Starbucks is at about $77.92. And finally, JP Morgan is at about $111.60. Um, and I usually don't do gold, but um, for El Tigre de Tampa. Eddie, el tigre de Tampa, que le gusta el oro. <laughs> el oro tuyo es $1,728 por onza. So, uh, for those of you who don't habla español, uh, Eddie's my buddy from Tampa. Uh, we used to work together back in the day. Uh, he's a gold guy. He's a gold hawk. So, uh, I just said that uh, gold is 100, 100. I wish it was 100. I'd actually buy. It's uh, $1,728 per ounce, so which is down actually substantially, but it's uh, that's that's his thing, you know? So I'm saying. Don't forget to sign up with my Robinhood link. Um, it's going to be in the description. You start an account. You can buy a little bit of crypto there, a little bit of stock there, and, um, you know, it's good stuff. So we'll both get stock, and it'll help start us, uh, you know, on a good on a good growth uh, growth path. But remember my legal warning and notice, I am not a financial advisor. Only spend the money you feel comfortable to lose. And my comments on crypto 
are for entertainment purposes only. So don't go out there talking about, oh, Jack from Geo's Passion made me spend my my, uh, my lunch money. <laughs> Even though depending, you know, some people might need to spend their lunch money to uh, save on the caloric intake. And, um, you know, but don't spend your, uh, your rent money, your mortgage money, your uh, electricity and stuff like that. And also... The opposite of that, if you're like balling and you're into a lot of, you got a lot of money, this is a great time to buy stuff. Um, I, I got nothing else to buy because I'm in the red right now. But if you're uh, just getting in and you've got, you know, a couple hundred, a couple thousands, you know, just drop in a couple of things here and there. In a couple of months, it'll it'll jump up and uh, and you'll see you make some money and, uh, you know, be a nice little Christmas for you. So <laughs> I can't believe it. We're uh, middle of July. And July, August, September, October, November, December. Five months from Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. And actually four months from, um, four months and a week from Thanksgiving. So that's when the start of the uh, Christmas season takes place. Now the housing market. Um, as many of you know, my townhouse is uh, for sale. And it's finally on the contract. So um, we did good there. I've got the, uh, I had the inspection period. It went it went well, very well. Um, got to fix a couple of things. You know, it, it's an old place. It's 2007. So I got to fix a couple of things here and there. And I'm um, just waiting for the appraisal. Uh, and that should be it. So I'm hoping by sometime in August I'll be closing. And um, I'll be done with that. And then I'll just have one house and money aside so that when um, the market crashes, which it, it's going to crash. Even if it slows down, it's going to crash enough. Because I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you more about that later on. I will say, um, though it took some time to get the um, the house pending again, um, I did have multiple offers after the initial uh, deal fell through. So, like I like I stated last time, I was uh, had the townhouse on the market for two days, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, we went on the contract, and then due to financing, the deal fell through. So I put it back on the market, and about a week later, I had a couple of offers. So um, that that was a good thing. Um, and it's positive. It's positive because that means that I know the market uh, based on pricing and trends in the Tampa Bay area. Um, and, you know, many of you need a realtor like that, you know, who can help you out, whether you're selling or buying, um, you know, and, and this time it's good to buy. Even though the rates are high, if you have the money and you were waiting before and the house prices were 500000 and now it's 400000 boom, it, you know, you're going to pay a little bit more in interest rate. But the difference between 100000 and the interest rate of maybe, you know, one, one and a half percent, you might break even there. So so we'll see what happens with that. But um, for those of you who say I'll just rent instead of buy a house in Florida, you need to uh, you need to wake up a little bit because uh, the Florida Realtors Association reported the hardest places in Florida with the toughest competition was in Miami. OK, uh, Miami Dade saw the fiercest renter competition in the first four months of 2022. Orlando was number two. Southwest Florida was number three. For those of you who don't know what Southwest Florida is, that's like Fort Myers, Naples, that area over there. Um, and Broward was number four. It rounded up the uh, the uh, the top four. And those of you who don't know what Broward is, that's um, Fort Lauderdale, um, you know, Coral Springs, Sunrise, Pembroke Pines, Miramar, and stuff like that. Uh, Tampa was on the list. Um, it was the fifth, but it was. Far, 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 far behind the other one. So it kind of like didn't really count. The um, 
Average monthly rent for those markets and others in Florida are as follows. Miami-Dade, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, which I call the uh, you know, the sunny New York because <laughs> it's down the I-4, I mean I-4, down uh, I-95. Their average rent was $2,846 a month. Northport, Sarasota, Bradenton was $2,331 a month. Port St. Lucie was $2,266 a month. Fort Myers was $2,073 a month. Tampa was $2,055 a month. And Orlando was $1,999 a month. And again, it depends on where you live, um, you know, because... You can live in some places in Miami where the uh, the average rents there are four or five thousand dollars, you know, and that's standard across the board. Um, or you can live in some places in in Tampa where the the rents are eight hundred dollars, you know, across the board. So it just depends. Um, and I will say, you know, compared to back in the old days, if you're thinking of coming to Florida because it's cheaper than New York, you might want to think again. Uh, unless you're you know retired, you got a pension, you sold your house, you made some money up there. Uh, you made some good profit and you're coming down to Florida with that money. Or if you got a good job, like a financial job, a medical job, um, other than that, you might not make it. And unlike the old days where you can work for a hospitality company, you know, like a hotel or something like that, um, you know, and get by in the low wages offered, the uh, wages haven't gone up that that high that fast for those companies. Um, and today's interest rates and prices, you might as well stay where you're at. Um, you know, at least over there, you know, you can survive, um, you know, because if you come down here and you move to Florida within a year, you might be going back. Uh, I've talked to people who've done that. You know, they were like, damn, I can't make it down here. At least I had a job up there. You know, it wasn't the best job, but it was a job that paid the bills, had a couple extra money, you know, a couple extra bucks to go on vacation and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to stay up there. I'm going to move back. Um, and, and you just can't keep up with the rising costs, you know, because Florida has a lot of rising costs, you know, so just stay up there. Um, speaking of rising costs, mortgage rates were down to 5.3%, which one year ago, the average 30 year rate was 2.9%. The average rate on a 15 year fixed rate mortgage was 4.45. And a year ago, the rate was 2.26. Now mortgage applications have declined and we, we all know that because the mortgage rates have gone up. So less people qualify for a mortgage. Uh, it's declined 17% from last year. And refinancing, which this part makes sense, uh, is down 78%. That's 78%. Um, and that was reported by the Mortgage Bankers Association this week. And you wonder why it's down 78%. i give you an example. Uh, my townhouse, I refinanced to a 3.85% from 6 All right. And what is it now? Uh, The refinance, I just said it, it was uh, 4.45%. So I'm going to go from 3.85% to 4.45% and play and pay closing closing costs anywhere from five to $15,000. No, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. And in addition to that, now there's layoffs in the housing market and the lending market. Um, Last month, real estate broker Redfin said it was laying off 8% of the workforce and Compass was letting go of 450 employees. JP Morgan Chase is laying off hundreds from its mortgage unit and has reassigned others. So a big bank like JP Morgan Chase, if they're laying off hundreds from their mortgage units, you know, you know that things have slowed down immensely. So um, it's going to be a rough time. It's going to be a rough time ahead. Don't worry about the news, the doom and the gloom. I mean, because if you watch the news, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Um, but what I want you to do is I want you to put money aside each paycheck and build up a small emergency fund. Okay. 
Build up that small emergency fund so that if something does happen to you or your family, the impact is not as catastrophic as it would be otherwise. Um, you know, you sit back and you go, oh, man, you know, I got four flat tires. Now I got to spend twelve hundred dollars. Where am I going to get that from? Am I going to put it on the credit card? No, because I got twelve hundred dollars. I got three hundred uh, three thousand dollars or I got six hundred dollars saved up. So now instead of spending twelve hundred dollars on a credit card, now I'm only spending six hundred dollars. You know, so, so it works that way. And if times change and you don't end up needing the emergency fund, once things clear up, take 50% of that emergency fund. And this is just my advice, okay? Um, I don't know anybody else who's going to tell you this, but take 50% of it and go on a trip for the change of scenery and environment because at the end of the day, your mental health, okay, and your mental state of mind is what counts the most. And let me say that again. Your mental state of mind and your mental health is what counts the most, all right? Because I want GPP and Geo's Passion Posse to have a good head on their shoulders so that they can make great decisions, so that they can you know, build generational wealth, so they can take care of their family, friends, loved ones, because that's who we are, you know? We take care of business. We tell you straight out how it is. You may hate us for it, but we're going to tell you straight out how it is. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not going to kick you when you're down. We're going to help you out. But you can't help anybody else out. Unless you, as as a person, emotionally, mentally, have your stuff straight. So, um, you know, I really appreciate everybody. Once again, don't forget to check out the new geospassion.com. G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com. There's going to be a link in the description below. Um, and once again, everybody, enjoy the ride. And I thank you so much for uh, being part of GPP, the Geo's Passion Posse, and listening to this podcast episode. Until next time. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. Uh, Don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there. So hook a brother up, all right? Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. I thank you all. And remember, like I always say, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) I'm Jack. I'm your host. And I'm out. Peace. Woo. Let's go. Let's go.